Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace, and uh, had a listener text me during the break, and uh, I actually Googled it also, checked it out, and uh, that blue indigo is native to southeastern United States. I've never seen one in my area around here, but uh, they claim they were native to southeastern United States, so learn something new every day. How about that? Anyway, all right, well, let's get this next hour started off with Captain Tommy Alexander. See what he's up to this morning. Morning, Tommy. What's going on? Mickey, what's up? Not a lot, brother. Not a lot. What are you up to this morning? Uh, I'm not doing nothing today. I'm off. Oh, well, that's good. I'm off and been I'm just going to midnight oil a bunch here later. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I'm just going to do nothing today. I'm just going to chill out. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do much of anything. Take it easy. Can't blame you. It's a good day for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's saying it's supposed to rain here. That's what they're saying, but at least they dropped the, well, yesterday we're calling for 80%, this morning 40%, <laughs> so who knows? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even looked at it today, but yeah, last night I looked at it and it said like 70% or something. Right. Starting at like 8 o'clock or something. Yeah, 8 or 9. I'm uh, bringing up radar again. Earlier I wasn't seeing anything on radar, still not. Well, yesterday, down your way. I didn't even—I didn't think it was even going to rain at all yesterday, and it rained on me all the way to the harbor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, rained on all, all the way to the harbor, and I was getting the boat ready, and it was raining. And it finally quit raining right about—I don't remember what time it was, but it was before we went. It finally quit raining, but it was just weird because I didn't think there was any chance. And I walked out, it was raining. Raining pretty hard at my house, actually, when I left yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was raining pretty good here when I left. Well, I didn't get any of that. That's good, though. Yeah. So, but then it quit, you know, in just in time, I guess. Right. And then well, how's, it, how's fishing been in your neck of the woods? Fair to mention well, or what? Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, uh, you know, yesterday we went and drifted and, the first drift, you know, the wind wasn't blowing very hard. And first drift, we caught, I don't know, we caught probably four, four decent fish. And I moved over a little bit. And uh, I just, I didn't feel like I was, I was on them real good. I just, I felt like they were there, but I wasn't really on them. Yeah. And I caught about four and I moved over a little bit. And I don't know, probably caught another four or so on that second drift. And then all of a sudden the wind went from like five miles an hour to 25. Man. And I mean, it was, oh, it went to crank. Or what? what no, like Northeast, Northeast. Oh, really? 
That's oh crazy. yeah, it went to it went to ripping. I mean, it was getting it was full blown whitecaps. Man. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, by the time I finished that second or third drift, dude, it was it was we were full we were in a full blown whitecap. People were leaving the bay and headed out, you know. So I rooted around a little bit. The water went went and gotten sandy and dirty in like 10 minutes. Man. So I rooted around a little bit, and I don't know. We caught one or two more, but that was pretty much the end of our, end of our stuff, you know. But it was nice in the morning, you know. And then and, and all week, it, just overall in general, it's been a good week. Well, that's good. That's good. There was definitely a lot of fish caught this week in Matagorda. Mm-hmm. Reds and trout both. And flounder. I saw a guy at the cleaning table that had four keeper flounder. Uh, I don't know exactly where he went, but he had four flounder. Right. You know, got a little bit of a little bit of everything being caught. But it was it was pretty yesterday morning, and they were definitely biting, you know. And then that wind just, man, it was just, it was funny the way it, it went literally from five to 25 that well, quick. It kind of came up here, but nothing like that. It just, uh, you know, it's had a lot of west in it, kind of west and then northwest. When it did yeah. come up a little bit, it was northwest, but that's crazy. See, ours wasn't, ours wasn't northwest. It was more, it had east in that's it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was due north with maybe a hint of east. And as the car flies, mean, that's not that far. Yeah. It definitely didn't have west in it. It didn't feel like at all. Mm-hmm. And except where well, we were drifting at it, it, it turned sandy and was a full-blown white cap pretty quick. Yeah, water's warm back up. It didn't take much wind at all to get it stirred up again. Nope. Especially but, this uh, day. It dirty but man, I mean, when the water's warm. We've caught a lot of solid trout, though, this week. You know, when I say solid, I mean, like, you know, our keepers, 17 to, to 20 inches. Yeah. There's been a lot of 17 to 20 inches caught this week. And overs. I've caught several, you know, that we've we've had to release that were overs. Right. That's a good it's thing, been too. It's been a good week. Been There's definitely some good fish in Matagorda. You know, I don't know. I, I seen Sweeney and them won that tournament, but yeah, they did. Uh, I don't know whereabouts they fished at, but I do know there were some boats definitely went to East Battaguerta Bay yesterday because when we two two of them passed me doing about a hundred in the intercoastal <laughs> when I was headed to East Bay yesterday morning. <laughs> well, I'm cruising, you know, we're headed to the bay with my customers, and I'm doing about I don't know thirty five or thirty eight miles an hour, right? And one passed <laughs> us at like a hundred. And my cu- it scared my customer. He jumped. He said, oh, my God, what was that? <laughs> I said, that there was a tournament boat. <laughs> Another one of them tournament hounds. <laughs> he said, what do you mean tournament boat? He didn't, he's, he'd never fished much. He didn't know anything about right. any of it. He didn't, he didn't have a And I, I told him, I said, well, there's a big tournament going on right now. And I said, and it wasn't even, we as soon as we got in the bay, we weren't even a couple hundred yards in the bay, and here another one passed us, you know. Boom. I said, Man. here they come. <laughs> That, uh, he said, "My God, you don't he have said, a wrap on your body to suck the wrap off." <laughs> yeah, he said, "My God, they're going fast." I said, "Yeah, they are." <laughs> I mean, because we weren't doing but 35, 38 miles an hour, so we weren't going yeah, very but fast. You know, anyway, but... when somebody can just blow by you like that, they oh, hook them up when you're when I you're mean thirty five, and they just smoke yeah. by you. That's that's pretty bizarre. That first one. I don't know who they were. I don't know who it was. I couldn't even see them. They went by me so fast that it scared us. Like, I didn't even see them coming up behind me. I didn't know anything. It was just, boom, they were gone. Yeah, they had to have been doing, I don't even know, 90 miles an hour at least. I don't know what they were doing, but they were moving. Boy, I would have woke them up if you'd have turned in front of them. Oh, boy. That's what scares me. I'm. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I love term. I fish tournaments everywhere, and I and I I go fast in my bass boat and too. And I always hope for the best. But I'm very surprised that there hasn't been an, an accident or more accidents. Boy, I know it. <laughs> Man, oh boy. And in saltwater, it's actually worse because those boats are faster. 
Yeah. You know, they're faster than, than the bass boats are. The bass boats, you know, 75 is about, about it. Well, that's faster than I want to go anyway. Right. But those saltwater boats now, they're doing 100, you know. they're. Oh, yeah. It's different. Yes, it is. Them, them things are moving. But everything looks good over here. I think we're, I think we're set up for a good, good, good spring and summer. I think we're set up good. Everything's good. Bass fishing's good. Bay fishing's good. Right now, everything's good. Life's good. Yeah. What? You got any bass tournaments coming up? You're going to be fishing. Yeah, I, ha- I have two actually. I got so on the eighth. Yeah, on April eighth. I've got that Conroe weekend series that I fish all that I fished all year. Right. We got another one of those on on April the eighth, and then the very next weekend after that, April fifteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth is the high school regionals on Conroe too. So I'll have two back to back on Conroe coming up. Right. Well, that's good. Yeah, fish that. We can get you a good uh, pattern going. Yeah, maybe I get me a check and, and a pattern going, and then and then get the high school boys, and we make state. That would be sweet. Little yeah, little that's kind of be a making state. That'd yeah, be cool. yeah. And I mean, we're it's going to be tough. There's, I think it ended up being the numbers are. Let's see, it was a hundred. There's going to be 195 boats in in regionals, and they're going to take the top. What 59? I think is what it was. Right. I think 59 or 58, something like that, go to state out of the 195, which doesn't sound too hard, but it's on Conroe, which is like Montgomery and Willis and all them, them, all those yeah, schools those are in our district. Schools around there, yeah, man, they're they're locals so and uh, boy, that's right. They're going to take up a bunch of those be. spots. Yeah, yes. I mean, Montgomery's got like 30 or 40 boats just for their school. Just one school so, that many? Yeah. Yes. Now, not not all of them like to do in Montgomery. <laughs> yeah. Willis and all up through there. Yeah. Those those all schools they got you know anywhere from fifteen to forty boats for their each school. But probably they're they wonder how many boats are out of Huntsville area. I'm sure there's a bunch of Huntsville fishermen I, too. Yeah. Right? I don't think we're not in there. They're not in our division, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're in, I'm in, we got stuck in the Houston division is what they put West Columbia in, which, so, which is like Montgomery, Willis, everything around Houston. But I don't mm-hmm. think it goes up all the way to Huntsville. Uh, Cause I don't remember seeing any Huntsville schools. I think I saw some Tomball schools. Right. Uh, and then Conroe high school. And then like I said, Willis, Montgomery, uh, Magnolia. Magnolia is always a, a big one. But but they didn't all make regionals. You know, they might have 40 boats, but they all 40 boats didn't make regionals. I don't know how many of them did, but right. Uh, still, you're basically we're 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 definitely on a their home field advantage. So yeah. it's going to be tough to, and it to sure get those. And it sure helps having it at Conroe, you know, where they're real yeah. accustomed to fishing and practicing. That's right. Wow. So. And and I I can't complain. I know Conroe pretty good. I mean, it's not yeah. like it's a new lake for me, but th- those local kids. I mean, I, they fish it every day. Yeah. I mean, that's well, like their backyard. Every thing. dog has his day, man. It just uh, yeah. everything comes together. Hey, it don't matter who's fish- you're fishing against. It's it's that's your right. Day. That's well, what hang I told on, Tommy. Let me knock this break out right quick. I'll be right back to you, buddy. Hang on. All, right. All right. All right. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 620 here in the Bayou City. I see where uh, they posted the check that uh, Clark Jordan and Cody Barton and Brett Sweeney won yesterday in the Legend Series. $68,500. Huh. Pretty good little payday for a weekend of fishing, huh? It's a little over twenty two grand apiece. But uh, they had first place total stringer. You know, that's everything combined. First place heaviest trout stringer. And day one first place heaviest trout. Pretty good little chunk of change there. And there, folks, that's why you can have 100-mile-an-hour boats right there. If you win, you got to win. All right, let's go back to Tommy Alexander. All right, Tommy, boy, we're back, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to win. That's that's the deal. Yeah, you got to buy a new engine for a 100-mile-an-hour boat. Yeah, you got to win. The money they got in some of these rigs, man, it's just Oh, yeah, most of them. Unbelievable. They're all running over 100 grand bricks. Oh, at least. But, I mean, even the rigs like I'm using, my boat now, the boat I'm running, that Haney 25 Magnum, you rig it out like I've got it right now, it, it's over 100 grand, too. They're, they're 100 grand. Yep. You know, so What's I don't a, even know what. Uh, I mean, a big-time rigged-out awesome bass boat with all your electronics, power poles, trolling, I mean, everything. What? What what's the price tag on a on a nice bass boat these days? Man, I mean, if you really get it totally rigged out, I don't know, eighty five. All Gucci'd up, you know, eighty five. Yeah, you can get one pretty Gucci'd up for eighty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're cheaper than the bay boats are. Yeah, you get you a uh, big time uh, Gucci'd up three quarter ton truck to pull it with, so you're almost two hundred thousand into the game yeah. right there, man. That's right. That's right truck and boat now every every like i run a skeeter and then but bass cat skeeter ranger you know phoenix those all the name brand rigs they all have like a they all have a couple different models you know they've they've all a model that's like a you know like a limited where you can pick all your colors and you can you can really you know order it the way you want it and and right. that one, they're more, you know, those are a little, you know, anywhere from 90, 95, those are a little more, but they all have like a, I don't know what the word is. I'm trying to, not like an Econo, and that's not the right word, but they all have like Skeeter's got one, like the R, ZXR, the ZX series. They, they come the way they come. You can't change them. And there's like maybe seven or eight different colors to choose from. Right. And you, you, you have to pick one of those colors and it comes with, what it comes with, you can't really alter it a whole lot, but, uh, but those are like 75, you know, and, and, and they're still really nice and they're rigged out good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get one of those for maybe 75 or 80 and, uh, and they cut like the, the ZXR, let's say for example, ZXR 21, that's the Skeeter 21 foot boat. Well, it's the same hull. It's the exact same boat as the, like the limited, Right. It's just the limited. You can pick your colors, 
and it's got fancier gauges and it's just a little bit more trimmed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, gotcha. it's the exact same hull. The boat's the same. The motor's the same. Jack plate's the same. All that's the exact same. Just different it's features. Just, of, yeah, different features. You know, on the, on the ZX series, you got to choose from about eight different color choices. You can't pick your own. And then, uh, but they still, even the ZX series comes with well, know, two rafters, two power rap poles. Them anyway, so, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, a lot of them, yeah. yeah. A lot of them, it don't matter on color. If you're wrapping it, it don't matter what color. Yeah. But, but I will tell you, bass boats are cheaper than, than bay boats. And I'm not really sure why. Maybe because they're smaller, you know, so maybe it's less fiberglass. Uh, but they're definitely nicer. Like the bass boats got a lot more features in them, you know. Uh, they're just they're, they're like, just a lot more features in a bass boat mm-hmm. than a bay boat has, you know, to be cheaper. But I'm guessing it has to be the the amount of fiberglass. Maybe that's why I don't know. And the engine, you know, bass boats are everybody's 250 maximum. These these bay guys are 300s and 450s and they're, you know, they're spending a lot more money on their engines, too. Exactly. Do you know anything? Earl Bentz is building a, a boat line now, the Camus. Do you know anything about yeah. them? Man, I've been around them. I've seen them. Uh, I've, I mean, I've walked up and looked at them. I've, set, yeah. I've got up in them and everything, but I've never actually been in one in the water. Right. Uh, yeah, he's the old Triton guy. Right. Uh, he used to yeah, he designed and started Triton. Yeah, me and, and now he's got those famous boats back in the tournament days. Yeah, yeah. So did Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Charlie ran them, and I even I, me and Charlie fished a couple. See, uh, what was it? We fished a redfish series together, and we did it out of some Tritons, and and I think we even borrowed a tower boat one time from somebody. But but yeah, I, I remember you that can't break them in half, and we should have had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of well, you, a lot of tournaments we were in in conditions trying to get the weigh in on time. <clears throat> if if a boat was ever going to break in half, it would have been then unbelievable. And it didn't do it. So that's nah, a good. That's it, a good. It was a it was a stump running through the water, man. You do you couldn't tear it up. Yeah. Well, man, those bass boats are built well too. You know, all those Skeeter Triton. I wish I'd have had the money gas. when Will Kirkpatrick sold his Triton. You know, you know, after his wife died and he was going to move back home. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's he sold his house and all his tackle and and I sure wanted that bass boat. I just did. I just couldn't cut loose of the money then to get it. I wish I'd have got it from him. If yeah. It was in mint condition. Mint. I bet it was. I bet he had it perfect. I think it was a TR twenty one or something like that. Yeah. I bet he had a perfect shape. Oh, it was. Yeah, you could have uh, did you start doing your little bass fishing? Well, I'm telling you, I'd like to get back into it again. I <clears> miss <throat> bass fishing. I used to do a lot of it back in the early days, and boy, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's a lot of fun, man. Uh, it really is. It's addicting, actually. It is. Uh, it's uh, well, there's a lot more bass fishermen than there are trout fishermen. So, you know, oh yeah, way more suckers we are. <laughs> if you like to fish with lures, if you're an artificial guy, that's the game. You know. That's that's your if you're if you like, you know if you're not worried about eating everything and you just want to catch fish and you like to you like the sport of it and you like lures, there's not I mean bass fishing is about as good as you can get for it. Yeah, it is, and and <clears> the beauty <throat> of it, you know, you get up on these gorgeous lakes, man. Yeah, just, beautiful. I mean, just uh, that's scenery's a lot goes a long way with me. Oh man, some of some of those lakes I've been on with these high school boys. I mean, you don't even think you're in te- you don't even know where you're at. <clears throat> it feels like you're in a different country or something, you know. Sure, it's a different planet. <clears throat> different planet, yeah. Now, that's what was cool when I went fishing <clears throat> in Canada one time, one of my customers took me on a trip with him and his son up there. That was so cool. I mean, it was like you're you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't even know where yeah. you're at. <clears throat> that's right. And all the terrain and, and the beautiful water, bald eagles buzzing you all day long. It was cool, man. <clears throat> yeah, we got back into, uh, I think we were on Toledo. The first time I took the high school boys to Toledo. <clears throat> and uh, we got back into, sorry, I <clears throat> can't talk all of a sudden. That's all right. That's, hey. We got back into a cold. I got a button I can push when I clear my yeah. throat. 
Jeez. <laughs> he got back into a cove somewhere back in there. And that one kid on my high school team, you know, he's he's from West Columbia and Matagorda and Sargent. That's all he's ever been, you know, his whole life. Right. And he got back in that cove and he's looking at all those trees and he said, My God, he said, This he said he said, We're not in Matagorda anymore. I said, No, no. we're not. No. <laughs> he said, This is nothing like home. He said, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, that's he, uh... he made it he started joking. He said, This must be where Bigfoot lives. <laughs> exactly. That's what yeah. I want to talk to you some more about. Let me do this other break. I want to talk to you some more about these kids getting into these, uh, you know, high all school right. bass clubs and all that and all uh, right. and what they like to throw and what you, you know, you've been around a while. You can you tell what's going on. I'll be right back to you, Tom. All Hang right. on, buddy. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And, you know, if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check out their different size bottles firsthand there at the store. They have all their regulators, diffusers. They even refill bottles for you there at the store. If you need more info, call Jason Cogman at 281-701-8107. While you're there, check out all their seafood products they have. Whether you're looking for wild-caught gus shrimp or those tasty crawfish this time of year, Boyd's has got plenty of them and great prices. Check them out on the web at boydsonestop.com, or you can call them at 409-945-4001. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me... Put- Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 634 here in the Bayou City on a Sunday morning. All right, let's go back to Tommy. All right, Tommy, we're back, my friend. All righty. Yeah, with well, these kids, uh, what, uh, you know, they got a lot of talent for their age these days. A lot of them that, you know, grew up fishing with their parents and all that and have been around the scene for a while i mean what are they uh in these bass tournaments what what do they like to throw what are they really good at fishing with as far as baits man so i mean that's a good question i mean some of these boys are really good like like you said mm-hmm. some of them they throw they're they're adaptable i mean they throw whatever like they're right. good at all of it uh i've got some boys that are on on our team that are that are, are a lot better like power fishermen like right. uh, this one, one kid I got, he's, he's not real good with sl- anything that's slow. He's just not good with it. He's not a patient kid. Mm. He's, he, he just doesn't, he wants to work his worm. He just starts going everything too fast. Right. So I've kind of learned that. So we, you know, we throw him with spinner baits and rattle traps and, 
yeah. you know, there, whatever we can to, to move and stuff because he just tends Some to those, be a lot better. Yeah, like the fish dude. He's he's so hyper. That's what he does. Yeah, he's got to move. fish is right out the window, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, you know, a lot – I'll tell you, a lot of success – this last season or two on the high school scene was the drop shot deal. Yes. That that drop shot deal and the live scope deal, when that, that thing came out, you know, these kids, not every one of these tournament boats have live scope, but I will tell you, you'd be surprised how many of these high school boys are running boats with live scope. I mean, it's, I would say 75% of the tournaments have boats have live scope. Right. So, these kids got well. You, know, you have they, to, you know, if you're going to compete, yeah, you're gonna you got to have it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, kids today are good with electronics. I mean, that's what they do. Oh no so doubt. You get a couple of these high school boys, and you get them locked in on live scope, and man, drop shot and locked in, and man, they work sometimes. They'll sit there, they'll get a five fish, they'll get their five fish limit with a couple of drop shots in the live scope, and just give them a little bit. But uh, it, it's but I would say, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big drop shot fisherman myself. Uh, you know, I'm more of a Texas rig worm, spinner bait. I'm more old school. Like, I, I throw mostly old school type stuff. So, since that's what I do, you know, when I'm in the, when I'm captain in the boat, you know, my boys, that I, the two I fish, that's kind of what I kind of make them do it too because that's just what I do and that's what I know. So, you know, we throw in my boat. We throw a lot of spinner baits, and I'd say spinner baits and Texas rig worms. It's two things we throw the most. Uh, but we do, we do bust out the rattle traps, spin off those hydrilla grass. What we're doing, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and we do these boys, man. Like I said, they're good. Some of them are really talented. I, I promise you, some of these these kids are going to be pro bass fishermen in a few years. Yeah, you know, give it five years, and some you'll see some of these boys in these high school deals. They'll be on TV in five years. I, I guarantee it. it. I mean, there's some that are really, really good. Yeah, if they've got the uh, the uh, financial means, <clears throat> they can they right. can go after their dream. It may take them a few years of losing money and going through all the hardcore stuff, but uh, they'll right. eventually get it. And you you can't get it unless you fish it and do it. You just got to yep. step into it and. Not having to worry about finances or anything if you got a good sponsor and just uh, go for it, man. You know, kind of like yep. you know, getting on, on trying to be, make the pro golf tour. You know, being a pro golfer. Same deal. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta All have it a little takes bit is of money and talent. Yeah, you, you, got you gotta have a little blessed. talent. That's right. You gotta have a little. Yeah, you gotta have talent, but then you also gotta have a little bit of money to get started. Exactly. I mean, you gotta have something to get you started. And then once you get started, you, you start winning, and then and then it just it goes like a domino effect. Yeah. But uh, these boys are good. These kids I'm, go to college, then they'll then they fish on their own. You don't have boat captains or anything like that. They they just right. turn them yeah. loose, right? That's right. Yes, in college, that they're, they're two two boys, two kids to each boat, and they and they just do it all themselves. They run the whole deal. In high school, I have to drive the boat. Uh, you know, and all that stuff. So, but they can still pretty much, other than me driving the boat, they can do everything else. Right. You know, I don't, I mean, technically, I really don't have to even get up out of my chair if I didn't want to. I could sit there behind the wheel and just, just sit there and, and, and run the boat and watch them. But, but I can't do that all day. I can't just sit there. You know what I mean? So I end up getting up, and sometimes I'll, I'll run the trolling motor sometimes, and well, I'll let them fish, and, you know, and and I'll, I'll, I start, it one, I got them trained to where when they hook up, they say fish. That's the word you, you say fish. And right. you don't say fish until you're sure you got a fish. We, we, we went over all these rules at the beginning of the season. You don't say fish and then, oh, I lost, or, oh, he, I thought I had a fish. No, you say fish, you be sure you got a fish. So when I hear fish, then, you know, I usually jump and get the net. So I usually net it for them. Uh, you, sometimes they'll net each other's fish, but, you know, I can't fish or do anything. So, you know, it kind of gets all, it gets boring. You're sitting there all day long. You you get antsy. You know, you want to do something. Right. So I kind of enjoy, you know, netting them and all that stuff. And, 
and I always, I'm always on fish duty, you know, I check the fish in the live well, make sure they're all good. If there's any issues with the fish, that's kind of my job. Right. And I tell the boys just to fish and don't ever stop. Just keep chunking. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's, it is actually, it's gotten to be pretty fun. And, and watching them, you, you just never, man, these high school, they're so serious and they're so, they want to win so bad. I mean, their will, their determination is amazing. You see these boys catch a four or five pounder in one of these tournaments and you, you never seen a kid so happy. I mean, they are pumped up. It's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, I know uh, Jay Watkins' son, Ryan, he got big oh, yeah. that. I mean, when he yeah. – uh, where did he go to Sam Houston State University, yeah. I believe? Uh-huh. They, won, they won the yeah. national championship, right? Right, yep. Yep. I still talk to Ryan all the time. Do you? Yeah, me and Ryan are good friends. Oh, well, that's he's good. Still he, he's a he's, fine young man, I'll tell you. Yeah, he's still uh, – he's winning tournaments. He's still bass – he's got a bass boat. Right, I knew that. Do what? I knew, I knew that. I knew he yeah, was still he's doing a, it. Yeah, he's still doing it. He just won, actually. Uh, was it last month? He won the the Bass Federation tournament on uh, Canyon Lake. He won it. That's great. He's doing. He's doing good. Me and him fished the same federation deal. We qualified. So, <clears throat> me and Ryan are both part of the Coletto Bass Masters. That's the bass club that we're part of. Mm-hmm. So to, to fish those federation, the Bass BASS Federation tournaments, you have to qualify through a bass club. That's how the rules work. You can't just, you know, show up like that one I fished to Conroe last month. You can't you can't just show up and enter it. You've got to qualify to be there. And uh, the way you qualify is through a bass club. And me and Ryan are both part of the Coletto Bass Masters and we both qualified, you know, we both went through there. So we both qualified through there, but he's fishing the South region of the Bass Federation and I'm fishing the Southeast region. Right. So we're not competing against each other, but we're fishing the same thing. And it was funny cause we, he won we, the, the same event was like almost the same weekend, two weekends apart. He fished his, I fished mine. He won his, I got, well, I got top 10. I didn't win it, but, I got top ten in mine, and he won his. So, we 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 did pretty good for the for Coletto, I guess. But those those bass clubs are some big big deals too now. I mean, there's some huge bass clubs, especially around Lake Conroe and all that Houston area. Like I, like John Littleton, all them over there, they got some pretty big bass clubs over there on Lake Houston too. Yeah, they do quite quite a bit. Yeah, yeah for little old Lake they, Houston, you know. Yeah, they have some. They have a lot of tournaments roll around through there pretty big bass club there's some really big bass clubs around the area you know that seven coves bass club up on conroe it's big uh the that other one called the i don't know i think it's like the bass club it's just called the bass club or something like that Mm -hmm. up there but it's big there's some big ones right big clubs uh yeah it's a big deal these days it's a big deal man bass fishing is a big deal it's people that, that that don't know about it they don't even understand how it's a big deal. There's yes. a lot of money into that industry. Well, and it uh, all goes back to the old days, the way they came up, you know, how yeah, uh, bass fishing changed <clears throat> and just just the whole evolution oh, yeah. of it through the whole yes. you know, the whole time frame to what it is now. Ray Scott, uh, I think Ray Scott started it, you know. He did. Ray Scott Ray started Scott. it and, you know, yeah. he had all your – originals and and yep. uh ambassadors to the sport so to speak and uh it's evolved into <clears throat> what it is now and it just uh, and they went to that catch and release you know they they started they started that, that they were the, that saved you know, it that saved it they were the originators of it i mean that say or they were yeah they were the the ones that started it you know that saved it because then everybody got on board even the people that that didn't like hunting and fishing they could get on board with it because they were throwing them back. You know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't killing anything. So everybody got on board. It just took the whole country over. Yeah. And then it saved the fisheries, you know, all the throwing back. Yeah. It did. Look how good bass fishing has become. 
because everybody throws them back. These well, lakes are, you know. It, uh, conservation works. We found that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, look what it's done for, uh, especially down in that corpus, you know, Mansfield area down there. A lot <clears> of those guys that, right. you know, had their own personal, you know, they promoted it with their clientele to not yeah. keep those bigger fish. You know, if it's 20 inches right. or bigger, let's just throw it back and let it let it breed and continue to reproduce. And uh, right. it, I think it's made a substantial difference. That's right. Uh, a lot of people argue with me over that, but hey, I mean, it is a fish, and if you throw it back in the water, all it's going to do is uh, swim around and eat and make more babies to produce more fish to have a bigger yeah. fishery. I mean, seriously, I mean, yeah, no. If you take it out, it's definitely. <laughs> if you if you take it out and throw it in the cooler, it's definitely don't have a chance. It's not going to. No, there's never going to be another chance. Gonna, never going to be another chance. Against people that uh, kill or keep fish, as long as they don't waste them, and and they're good oh for yeah table fare. And, uh, no, I love to eat fish as much as anybody does. Yes, and uh, but uh, it's not the only thing in the in the food source. You know, there are other yeah. things to eat. But at uh, TPNW, they they try to stay on top of it, and that's why we have limits, right? You know, and I have people going, "Oh, you can't hurt a fishery with a rod and reel." I said, "Well, why does TPNW impose limits then if you can't hurt it? If that was the case, we wouldn't have limits." Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm that's a, that's definitely smarter than I am all the way all that stuff works, but but I do know if you throw back a lot of fish you're in better shape than if you keep right. everything. You don't have to keep everything. You can keep enough for dinner, you can keep enough to eat, but you know, you're better off if you don't keep everything. I'm with you. But the bass guys, they don't keep anything. That's just kind of one of them. You know, you them guys well, don't I'm keep sure anything. if they want fresh fish out of the freshwater, they'll take crappie or they, catfish. That's right. You know? Yeah, they go they go eat catfish and crappie. That's a lot better eating than bass in my book. So yeah. I've eaten bass. They're not bad. They're good to eat. Oh, yeah, they're I okay. Mean, it, uh, but crappie and catfish like, are the way to go. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, where we are in saltwater, you know, trout number one target for table fare, naturally. <clears> it, yeah. Uh, you know, you wouldn't uh, throw trout back to go catch some hardheads for supper. No, no. <laughs> or some <That's> mud. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but oh, uh, well, I know. But it things but are looking better all the way around. So yeah, and and saltwater mentality's changing, and I, I I see it a lot. And even with my yeah. people, I take that I've been taking for years. They've seen what a really healthy fishery's all about. And how fun it is and how awesome it is and everything else. And then they go through lean times with you. I mean, I've got customers still that they went through the 83 freeze with me, the 89 and 90 freezes, oil spills, droughts, I mean, floods. And uh, they've grown to respect it. And uh, they say, you know, we, we really don't need all these fish to eat. We'll take a couple home for supper, and that's all we need. Yeah. They get it. But and that's what I do. You know, I don't. It pays off, and and I understand these young guys, man. It's all about you know the catch and you know the kill and all that. And uh, but they'll as they progress, they'll wise up. I mean, they'll 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 see how it works. Just yeah, just takes time. Yeah, I think we're we're headed in a better direction now. So we come a long way in a short while. Yeah, we really have. Yep. And with the but the shape of our fishery now, people are wising up to it and they want to they want to see it evolve again and uh they're working on it. They're doing their their due part. <clears throat> Hats off That's to right. them. That's right. Let's just keep it going. Well, keep it going. But That's exactly right. No, we'll hope for a decent week. I don't know what the weather shows this week. I got a few a few days I'm supposed to fish, I think. I think I'm supposed to fish Matagorda Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So, hope oh, well. not too bad on those days. Well, weather-wise, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen today. I'm not seeing anything on radar unless both my radars are broken or not working, but I don't know where that rain chance is coming from. They said it was going to be like a warm front, you know, sliding back. 
for today. But isn't it supposed to be cool this week during the nights? So I thought it was. Well, you know, it was a little cooler cool this nights. morning when I left my house coming yeah. into the studio, and uh, now Galveston was still warm. It was around seventy when I went on air, but uh, and that extended forecast for the week—it looks like a decent week ahead of us. Maybe spring yeah. finally popped, and we're going to get into a more stable, a little bit more stability anyway. Let's yeah. see. Tomorrow, they're showing a 60% chance, Monday a 40. There's supposed to be an evening front on Monday. Then Tuesday's lower humidity with a low of 54, high of 73, though, 80, 80 Monday. Uh, looks like uh, southeast winds returning on Wednesday and then uh, 80s. And then we got another little mild front on uh, next Saturday. Yeah, it's coming in, but you know all of our rain chances are anywhere. Tomorrow's the biggest chance I'm seeing now on the extended forecast, sixty percent. But everything else is like in the twenties and thirties. No big deal. What's the wind for Wednesday? I know I got one Wednesday for sure. Uh, Wednesday goes from northeast in the morning to southeast in the afternoon. Is it hard? Seventy one. Is it blowing hard? Uh, Fifteen out of the southeast when it switches over. They're showing north 10 to 20 on Tuesday with lower humidity with a low of 54 that night and then 71 for a high on Wednesday with northeast winds. Well, typical. If you got a north wind at 10 to 20 yeah. on Tuesday, you're definitely going to have a northeast wind on Wednesday morning always uh, when that yeah. high pressure slides east of us. And then at some point it's going to switch around to southeast and go to cranking. Exactly. Ahead of the next <clears throat> front. <laughs> yeah, ahead of the well, next one. Well, the next one is uh, Saturday, and uh, for Friday's forecast, south 15 to 25. Now, that's Houston. That's high ground. It'll be a little more on the coast, I'm sure. Always yeah. is. Oh, well. I know Saturday. I think Saturday we got a – Bink's got a group out of out of the lodge. I think we're fishing on Saturday. Yeah. Well. I think we're doing, we're doing one of those deals on Saturday. Uh, you better find you some fish in the diversion area of the river. <laughs> There's been guys over here catching catfish in our river. Yep. I've been seeing catfish at our cleaning table, like blue cats, channel cats. Yeah, there's been <clears throat> uh we've had a heck of a run in the back of Trinity Bay on catfish this year. You know, in the bayous and yeah. even on the flats yeah. in the bay and everything. Uh, been catching some pretty ops and, uh, you know, you and uh, blue cats, right? Matter of fact, I yeah. had some fresh ones other other night for supper. A buddy of mine that was fishing back there, he kept me some and uh, cleaned them up real nice and brought them to me. And boy, they were good. My goodness. Yep, I say I seen them at, at our cleaning table in Matagorda. The last few trips I've went, I've seen every trip I've seen at least a couple catfish carcasses in there. I'll be darned. So somebody's catching them somewhere over there. I'm guessing up the river. Yeah, we we've uh, we've caught them in the past in the spring, wade fishing. You know, on lures right there with our trout and redfish, catch an old right. cat. <clears throat> yep. Blaine used to put them on a stringer. I said, "Man, they're gonna poke holes in your waders." He said, "Nah, they ain't." <laughs> <laughs> Get him a little dinner. Nice stringer, man. Ten trout, yeah. three reds, and five blue cats. Five blues. Trinity Bay special. Yeah, slam. (laughs) Trinity slam. That's it, man. (laughs) Then in the summertime, you can put your old gaff top on there, and then you'll have the other slam. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Boy. Well, Tommy, I appreciate you talking to me this morning and uh, get you some rest, you know. No rest. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing today. Today's my rest day. Did sound a little tired this morning, but hey. That comes with hard work. Yeah, a lot of driving. I do a lot of driving. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Pulling them boats, baby. Yep. (laughs) All All right. right. Tommy, if somebody wants to get with you, fish fresh water or salt water, you you identify as both. You can do it all. How to make it all of it. That's right. Man, they can uh, find me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or give me a call. Text, leave a message, whatever, on my phone at 979-709-8242.
All right, my friend. Tommy, have a good one. Always yeah. a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I'll oh, talk yeah. to you next week. Be safe, buddy. All Catch right, man. I'll see you. All, All right, right, Tommy. Later. Later. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander down in Matagorda. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early, right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 